0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Eat Speak Podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpot and Steve Wilson. Robert, my mind is just, my brain's just all election mush. I haven't eaten enough food lately. There are all these commercials. People are arguing about. Uh, about you know Whataburger and White Castle and, and everything else, and that's become political. I, I, tell me what's opening, closing. Tell me what's new.
1: Well, first of all, I, I think somebody should come up with a dish called election mush. <laughs> um, it, it could be a very popular dish. Um, I, th- I'd like to come up with a recipe really quick, but uh, it, I'm sure um, manure would be involved in some way.
0: Um, and and it, it'd be it'd be controversial once you did. So right.
1: True. Right. I um the well the, the two there's one um big closing and I, I think it's not so much the the place that's closing that the building that it's in, which is a, a Ginger Man in uh, Fort Worth announced um last Friday that October twenty first would be their last day of business. Um it's been in this building for it's a kind of a house on uh, Camp Bowie Boulevard for right. about twelve years. Before that, for those of us who were here in the '90s, uh, it was uh, and and the early 2000s, it was Ricks on the Bricks, which was a, a really popular post uh, stock show rodeo place, post uh, colonial place, also
0: post newspaper oh, nightside colonial, work yeah.
2: place, and the uh, great chicken strips. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and uh, good burgers and fried pickle. Yeah, yeah, great burgers. They claim to invent the fried pickle, mm-hmm. and uh, they were they were really ahead of the curve. They said in a, a story that. Um, in the archives, that uh, I believe uh, our former reporter Barry schlachter wrote, that um, they they fry everything. So they were ahead of the state fair on that mm-hmm. when they were still Ricks. Um, the building, which has been Bud knows more about this history than I do, but it's it, the building is over 70 70 years old. It's like yeah. 72 years old. Is going to be. I'm demolished. surprised
0: it's not older.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be demolished.
0: I mean, when I was young, it was a fish and chips place that we never went next to the Safeway grocery that became the, what's now the CVS, but the, but I, I mean, and then in most of my memory, uh, the first time I remember really going was when it was Bessie's on the Boulevard, which is this, you know, wonderful, gosh, I'm sorry, everybody missed Bessie's on the Boulevard, this wonderful Southern dining room, um, combination of soul food, fine dining, uh, Bessie Munson Williams had been a classic, uh, she taught cooking. She was one of the, the, uh, you know, the, the Jemima code chefs who was hired to teach, uh, african-american women how to use gas ranges and how to cook with gas and so she was like the the helen corbett of, of african-american chefs in texas and did such a wonderful job and uh, so she, she had a great restaurant there where i had way too much to drink a couple of times even before rick's on the bricks
1: we're we're not sure what is um going there i was told by a uh, representative of uh, ginger man that um it's going to be a uh, a new concept but they're not ready to say what it is yet and we don't we're not sure if that new concept is a bar if it's a restaurant if it's townhomes we're not sure
0: yeah i think the church next door is is been posted for zoning changes too so we'll have to see what's coming through there Yeah,
1: there still is a ginger man in South Lake. it's a houston-based chain i believe there's also ones in um uh dallas and um uh plano um, one
0: other closing uh,
1: the other closing is a uh, Fuego Burger, which uh, is another place with a kind of a tangled history. Uh, and
0: we should say Fuego Burger, the one everybody knows in Benbrook and the old Pops. Right. Fuego Burger is open; right. it is not closing. The, 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 what's closed is the other location in Rendon down on the farm road. The
1: Rendon location, which um, started off. Fuego Burger, if you don't know the history, started uh, as uh, at Salsa Fuego, which was a, an acclaimed West Fort Worth uh, Mexican restaurant that had a good, uh, such a good burger menu that we put it in the 2015 uh, uh, DFW.com Battle of the Burgers. Um, shortly after that battle, in which it was runner-up, um, the, the restaurant closed. And the owners, um, Carlos and Christy Rodriguez, were then later spotted by a Facebook friend of mine in a tiny place in the back of a convenience store in Rendon. Next to a
0: motorcycle shop. Yeah,
1: running a place called uh, Five Spice Kitchen. And um, once they were discovered, it it sort of quickly turned back into Fuego Burger. And Fuego Burger is the namesake burger from was on the menu. It's also uh, it, it was really
0: good. It was, it was a, it's a cheese ring burger, yeah, it's, and it, it's and a it great
1: has, green chili cheeseburger. Yeah, right now. and
0: it has a lot of appeal. And so they took their uh, the uh, fuego burger in Rendon, and then springboarded back into the old Pops in Benbrook, which now uh, reigns supreme as the as the home of the fuego. Burger.
1: Right, right. So uh, I I think uh, it's a, it's a good thing that the Benbrook location is there, not just because the Rendon one closed. The Rendon one had a lot of. Um, Grungy charm, yeah. I would say. You know, it's like you had to go to the convenience store next door to get your drinks. There, you know, there were what four tables in there? Was it that many?
2: It, it was tiny, and uh, it looked like it was a really old place. And it seems like I saw on Facebook like they were showing pictures of like water just flooding well, that, through. The, that's exactly
1: the why they say they closed. They say yeah. they could not get the landlord to fix this. This is this was not from um, it was from recent rains, but not the most recent rains. They've been having this problem since early September, and they have a video. It's also in our story on at www.dfw.com um, that shows uh, puddles with raindrops coming in inside the store. Um, it, so they're still there in Rendon uh, in uh, Benbrook, uh, 4400 Benbrook Highway, if I recall correctly. I
0: believe that's right.
1: And in the old Pop's uh, location, we um, they were Salsa Fuego was runner-up in our 2015 burger battle. And Fuego Burger was runner-up uh, to Fred's in the 2017 Burger Battle, and we had. When you go to the final rounds, you have uh, uh, we we take all the judges we can, and there all there was almost no room to seat all our judges. You know, there was probably about eight people. Um, so I'm going to miss the place. I'm going to miss the the charm, but uh, I'll be at the for location.
0: Speaking of burgers, I used uh, I, I used something in 8 this week about the new burgers at Trail Boss. Which everybody forgets about, which is the burger stand in Stockyard Station. They have a couple of new burgers. They have like a a, a free range burger and a Wrangler, and they've got onion strings or fried jalapenos on top and a spicy ranch uh, topping. It's it just Trail Boss trying to step up its game. You know, there's really no craft burger place in the stockyards, and I, I think uh, Trail Boss really is doing a pretty good job. And it's it's compared to these other places now, it's pretty inexpensive. It's Seven eight dollars for a burger and crinkle fries, so I'm, they're kind of stepping up. So. I'm not
1: sure I would call it craft burgers, but there is the Offbeat Hookers Grill. Oh yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, yeah with uh, it does the El Reno, Oklahoma style burgers mashed where, onion where burger onions are mashed into the patty and or mashed
0: jalapenos. They're fantastic. Yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, um, there's other places in, uh that uh in the stockyards that have been there so long that they get kind of underrated like star cafes known for for its burger for good burgers well
0: you know there's a couple other openings i want to talk about and then we're um and then we'll get on and talk about cold weather but uh but uh you know, rocco's the pizza place on camp Bowie and the lock block that's been a delivery pizza place for more than 10 years one of the first places that had the uh, wood-fired brick oven pizza the 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 uh, you know, browned pizza that you see now, near slightly charred pizza. Rocco's out in a dining room, so now you can go there and have, they have a long wine list. They have craft beers. Uh, it's not a big deal. It's just they really just put tables in the room next door, but you can go and enjoy the Rocco's pizza and wine, and it'll be better than some of the other pizzerias that have come and closed, that have, that have come and gone that will go unnamed. But the, Rocco's has always been one of the best pizzas. The other uh, opening is someplace that we've talked about before that moved uh boulevard scoops moved to the Jacksboro highway boulevard scoops was in our ice cream story and now they moved to the Jacksboro highway next to el paseo and they're right there on the way home if you live in northwest tarrant county they're on the side of the street they have this big sign out that says homemade burgers cobbler funnel cake so they have cobblers of the day all kinds of cobblers uh, they have all their ice cream dishes their ice cream nachos and they're Sundays. It's all made with this Ashby's ice cream from Michigan, and then now they have just regular diner-style burgers and hot dogs in there. Uh, they're good, honest burgers on a toasted bun. Nothing fancy, nothing, nothing elaborate. But uh, you can stop and and get uh, and get uh, burgers, dogs, and some really good ice cream at Boulevard Scoops. You went to the other location.
1: Uh, no, I went to the the yeah the original location that was River on Oaks. Uh, River Oaks, well, this which is um, this is it could hardly get smaller. Yeah, um, it was uh, in, in a strip shopping center, and you kind of had to know what you're looking for and being paying uh, paying attention to find it. Uh, and uh, when I went, it involved, as I recall, kind of an elaborate U-turn. Um, it was right next to a burger joint we liked, uh, Jay's Casa Burger. Um, so I'm kind of glad they moved because I. I would be curious about this burger to versus burger thing in that little location. Uh, as as for Rocco's, uh, one of my one of our former editors threw a party a few years ago, where um, he had Rocco's delivered, and we loved it. But I don't live nearby, so it's not a really good place for uh, pickup or delivery. So I'm glad to hear about this dining room.
0: You know, this this is the amazing thing about Rocco's. Here's a. Uh, wood-fired brick oven pizza, charred pizza. Usually you want to eat that when it's hot, fresh out of the oven because that's when you really got that, that hot effect and it's in a cozy place with a flame and everything. And it really tastes good. Well, Rocco's was a great success as a delivery pizza. So it was actually the pizza, the the uh, you know, wood-fired pizza, and then it was taking the time to bring it to your house, and it was still good. So now you can go have it when it's fresh out of the oven. It's really a good idea. So and it's on Camp Bowie at Lock. And with Mariposa's Light and Kitchen and Seshwa,
1: there's a, a slew of openings. Um, uh, one of the most long-awaited is going to uh, is uh, Four Sisters, A Taste of Vietnam, which has been um, I think it was first announced in mid 2017 uh, for the South Main Village. Um, it is supposed to have a soft opening with a limited menu during uh, Arts Goggle on um, on October 20th, and then. The next week it will have limited hours, but I expect. I think they said there. There's somebody these openings and kind of juggling knowledge, but I believe they said they would have a fuller menu, and we're looking at a looking at a grand opening in November. Um, also in um, uh, North, far north Fort Worth, near the um, place where Fort Worth, Watauga, and Keller meet on North Tarrant Parkway is uh, Spice 8 Indian Fusion Kitchen, which is a it's fast... It's
0: a Chipotle Indian? Yeah, it's that?
1: a fast, casual. You you do step-by-step ordering. You um, pick your um, you pick your bread. They have several different types of naan. Uh, you pick your protein, pick your vegetables. You can get a better idea of the um, the, the order from their website. Um,
0: which, is that a chain or is it local?
1: No, it's local. I've never seen another one. Um, and there, there's been this sort of... Um, there's a burst of Indian restaurants up in uh, far north Fort Worth in the haltum City area. Um, right down the street is uh, Swad uh, Indian uh, – it's a Nepali uh, cuisine. Um, and, there, and there's uh, Amma's Indian Kitchen on Basswood. And um, Indian uh, – another place that's just huge called Indian Kitchen, um, which is at Beach and Western Center. And yet another one that um, – it's, it used to be called Indians and it just changed its name and of course I'm blanking on the name but it's also on Western Center Boulevard between Beach and uh 377.
0: That's your territory so yeah. I to that one.
1: Um other openings quickly uh Chef's well, off the well, Hook
0: Seafood. Chef's off the Hook Seafood is a big deal because yeah. that's John Shepard from Weatherford opens his uh his Saltwater in Weatherford. This is this is his version of Saltwater and it's in uh, t- in TCU where the old Sauce Lamon was. At Bowie at at University Drive and David, is that right? It's a block north of Barry. It's on, so uh, the corner north uh, it's, of
1: it's north of Barry. Uh, David is south of Barrie. but it, of, okay.
0: yeah. Um, so it's the corner north of Dutchess on Barry.
1: Yeah, and um, that that soft opened um, on uh, Wednesday the seventeenth, and it's uh, opened on uh, full open with. I think they said they would have nearly the full menu on uh, uh, Thursday, October the eighteenth. I have to put these dates in here because we have no idea when you're so listening to So chefs off the hook. Yeah. What else? Um,
0: <clears throat> boy, tell me about Meyer and Sage.
1: Uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, except for knowing Kelly uh, Sauls, Kelly Sauls who yeah. runs Meyer and Sage, um, which has been a catering. Yeah, it's been a catering place. He has a new place in the in the foundry. Uh, Celestina Block did our story on it, okay. and uh, I have not read Celestina's it's it's story. In the
0: Car- it's in the Carroll and White
2: Settlement area called the Foundry. The Foundry, foundry the yeah. yeah. The Barrel and Bones and...
1: Uh, Bourbon, That's St- in Mar- Bourbon Street Oyster Montgomery Bar, is heading, uh, which is in Montgomery Plaza. Yeah. Um, two restaurants going in one space where eight restaurants have come and gone. Um, Barrel and Bones on the side facing the breezeway. Bourbon Street Oyster Bar, more like the bar facing the, uh, facing the parking lot. Um, official opening October eighteenth for Bourbon Street Oyster Bar. Barrel yeah. and Bones has been open for about a month.
0: You're perusing. Oh your, well,
1: we mentioned uh, Salsa Limón. Yes. Uh, on University. Salsa Limón Limon Maggie on Magnolia. Yeah, that's opened right.
0: Last Friday. Across from the beloved Benitos, which has been you know staring at Salsa Limón, and and all of a sudden we see. You know, Salsa going to open across the street, so all of a sudden Benito's has a fresh coat of paint and <laughs> now gives away chips and hot sauce with your meal. And there's been this tremendous upgrade of Benito's in expectation of Salsa Limon. And as
1: a former night worker here, um, I recall many times going into Benito's at uh, 2 o'clock in the morning yeah. on uh, Friday and Saturday nights, and Salsa Limon is also going to have late-night hours.
0: Yeah. So that, that that end of Magnolia is really, uh, really good, going to pick up business.
1: And uh, – I've been to Maggie. Uh, I talked to uh, uh, Milo Ramirez, the owner, last week, and he said that he's looking for like a, you know, there's a bar facing Magnolia, and he said, you know, he's looking for a kind of a bar atmosphere in one part of the room and a lounge atmosphere in the other part of the room, and it's a nice, big, bright dining room. Um, They've done a nice job with it. It's uh, well-decorated. He's known for his decor at his restaurants, uh, and I I think he gets better with every time he opens one. Um, Cowtown Brewing Company, which uh, opened – Friday, uh, it was kind of a surprise. It just uh, popped up on Facebook that it was opening. It's on Belknap. Um, as you're coming into downtown from thirty five if you're uh, westbound, uh, Belknap and probably Harding not Harding of course i'm uh, I'm gonna blank on that so yeah, across
0: from the Sonic
1: yeah, across from the sonic yeah. um, I had I, I took a visit before they really had uh, much of stuff in, but they do have a tap room they are eventually going to have um, barbecue smoked on-site.
0: Big D barbecue from Mansfield, right? We'll be uh, smoke
1: I that. believe they told me that they're the, the – there is Big D Barbecue. There's some relation, but they are actually two separate businesses. And barbecue se- is going to be smoked
0: yeah, out. Oh, so this yeah. is what the the famous restaurant that we call the Separate Entity Restaurant. Yeah, this yeah. Is so, a, this will be a separate entity. It'll be separate. You know, no, 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 no no. legal. It's a totally separate entity.
1: So, so um, this place and uh, Station Patio Ice House that uh, just opened in Keller both have very nice patios that um, – I don't think anybody's been able to use for about the past week because of the, the uh, yeah. biblical rain we've been having.
0: And that's what else I wanted to, to talk about. And, and, and Steve, if you'll chime in here, too. It's been cold and it's been rainy, and everybody has said, where can you get a good bowl of chili? And mm-hmm. and uh,
2: and there's always a lot of answers for this in Fort Worth. Yeah, I meant, uh, I know the closest place to me is like Dixie House and on uh, Brian Irving. They have chili. <laughs> but, on uh, South Hewlett. Right, South Euland, yeah, and uh, uh, let's see. Uh, then you can make your own chili. <laughs> but do you, do you get a side of chili with your chicken
0: fried steak at Dixie House? No,
2: you get a whole bowl. I mean, uh, you get a bowl. You can also get a bowl of, uh, of pinto beans and cornbread too.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm talking about when you, when you go, do you get a chicken fried steak and chili? Do you no,
2: get? I either get a chicken fried steak or I get chili. Or or chili. <laughs> this or. is now chili weather, so it'll be oh. more, more likely chili.
0: Well, the Dixie House does have
2: an in-house chili. The big
0: the big kahuna, my, the masterpiece of chili in town, I should say, I think the best chili is gone on the menu this week. And that's at the Kimball Art Museum. The Kimball Art Museum buffet wow. is serving their original house chili that they've mm-hmm. been making there for 30 years and I've often argued that it's the best chili in Fort Worth, and so you have a chili and the Caravaggio right there mm-hmm. side by side. So the, the Kimble chili is on the menu, and that means it's officially fall.
1: And the place, another place known for chili, is Tolbert's in Grapevine, um, which um, to me surprised me a little bit because it's the, the, they're not known for a spicy chili, and I like my chili quite spicy. We do a homemade version that is quite kicked up. Um, but um, th- that's another place, and Grapevine just as a cool main street, it's worth uh, worth checking out, there's a lot of restaurants there, Tolbert's has a lot of history uh, I believe it's actually been featured on Food Network, or cooking channel, at least once
2: mm-hmm. Actually, Edna, go ahead oh, Once it gets a little colder, I'm sure Billy will bring out his brisket chili again too and Billy's okay? Uh, yes, uh-huh. the, uh You know, we talked about the Foundry District, M&O uh,
0: Station Grill, they're known mainly for burgers, but they have a homemade chili that is the same chili that's served at one of the private clubs in town. It's it's a, a, a really good uh, house-made chili. Let's talk about the chili in three of the burger places that we talk about a lot. Let's talk about the chili at Rodeo Goat, Dutch's and, Love, Sh- and uh, Love Shack White Elephant. Have any of you all tried the I've chili?
1: I've not tried the chili cause the, except on the burgers themselves. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm not a big... Um, Chili cheeseburger eater because it's so messy, but Duchess has a very good chili. Duchess is
0: really good, and Duchess chili is an excellent recipe. It's one of those that that Lou Lambert inherited with a little, uh you know, with a little bit of West Texas flair. I think Duchess has got a good chili.
2: Yeah, it's and I sometimes get. Uh, the uh, off-menu Terlingua burger thing over at the Hopdotty, yeah. Oh, okay, Hop-Dotty. yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. 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 yeah so. now, does have an interesting chili on that burger. That's yeah, yeah. Nice. So it's like, but it's it's one of those secret menu things. So yeah. uh, you have to uh, just say you want the Terlingua, and then they'll give it to you. Yeah. Well, uh, chains Hofbrow has a, a good chili, and you can order that as a side at brow When you pick your two
0: sides, one of them can be a bowl of chili. And then uh, Spiral Diner, of course, has vegetarian chili, vegan and chili, vegan chili. That's right for your spiral. It's actually good. I mean, you know, for, if you if you want vegan chili, Spiral Diner does a, a vegan chili that is a credit to the Fort Worth spice mix. At least mm-hmm. the Pendry's is around the corner, and they handle it really well. And yeah. of
1: course, the chili chain that has chili again is.
0: Chilies, yeah, and they and they've retor- returned returned to their chili. They've restored their original recipe. So,
2: yeah, the uh, Pindries you're talking about, I mean, they they're one of the ones that claim that they invented chili powder. Well, they were the first to market chili powder. Mm-hmm. They, this
0: is this is how you kind of parse the nuance of the history of chili in Texas. Mm-hmm. Is that Gebhardt's in San Antonio? Was the first to make chili powder, and of course mm-hmm. the Chili Queens on the Alamo Plaza. That was the first place where there was where mm-hmm. there were people standing around with you know big pots of chili. They were mm-hmm. known for selling chili all the time in San Antonio. But Gebhardt's was the first to make it. Pendry's was the first to package and mass market chili mm-hmm. powder. So that, they've been around for like yeah. 130 they, years. They
2: still fight about that who right. first. Yeah. I mean. Right. The, but you can get, uh, they have ependeries. Uh, they have one blend called Fort Worth Light, which I like using a lot. It's not like light, light, light in calories. It's just a lighter chili flavor, but I like using that a lot. And uh, they have their own uh, chili kits there, too, based off of uh, different Terralingua chili uh, recipes that have one.
0: And then a couple of the restaurants, um, Old Neighborhood Grill, Paris Coffee Shop, use Uncle Joe's Chili, which is from uh, one of the meat companies in town. It's a brick chili, and then in the stores Grocery stores, you usually get Texas chili, which is something that's been around all my life. It's a brick chili you get in the market that's got a, a real Fort Worth flavor.
1: So where, where did the no beans come from? Because in El Paso, you know where I lived for nearly 30
0: years, I never heard
1: this. I, I didn't hear it until I, I got here as a copy editor, opened up the, the style book, and it says Texas chili, no beans.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the sainted Frank X. Tolbert, former Star-Telegram sports writer before mm-hmm. he went over – to some newspaper just to the east of here and became a southwestern folk folklore columnist uh, co-founded the terlingua festival and declared that the only decent chili was made with no beans that the purpose of beans was as a depression era replacement that if you didn't have enough meat mm-hmm. then you had to make chili with beans and if you uh, were making chili is
2: basically a beef stew kind yeah. of thing it's not doesn't have any beans in it yeah the, uh, if you want beans you know you basically it's the, the customary here in texas to serve the beans on the side so they can put them in if they want to but uh but uh, no texas chili doesn't have beans if you have to thin it out with pintos then, mm-hmm. then you're a poor person right so.
1: and of course the tolbert you mentioned is the namesake of Tolbertson and
0: the grapevine tolberts and that's his his uh will 1x 2x and 3x recipes served at tolberts and grapevine so i think it started with frank his book a bowl of red is still out there at uh, you know half price books and and in libraries and it has his old school chili recipe in it but i you know, I, I know that other parts of the country love beans and and have beans, and then there's all sorts of white chilies and other kind of, of chilies. Yeah, I
2: always, to. you know, like say Southwest chili. That's, <clears> to <throat> think that's why when you hear beans, that's why I think of Southwest chili. Good enough for me, since I'm from the Southwest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, California, they put beans in. But we can argue about this on another
0: Eat Speed podcast. Mm -hmm. So we've got a lot of new openings, new stuff coming up. And really, uh, in the next few weeks, we'll start getting Thanksgiving menus. And so we'll start talking about where to book and where to go for the holidays. Always book your Thanksgiving early. That's the holiday that fills up. Christmas doesn't fill up like Thanksgiving does. If you've got a family and they're going out to eat, go ahead and book your table. We'll start talking about that soon, and we'll start talking about other good, warm weather, cold weather food. So until next week, uh, you know, I'm Bud Kennedy.
2: I'm Robert Philpott. and Steve Wilson.